From BYU Broadcasting's Performance Studio, this is Highway 89. I'm Stephen Cap Perry. Okay, think fast and fill in the blank. Na 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 na. Yeah, I knew it. You said Batman, right? Well, that might not be the greatest superhero theme song of all time, but it is still memorable, right? Today's show is called Super Pop, and it's full of songs about superheroes. Maybe you'll find a new favorite. Our guest is singer, songwriter, pianist, producer, speaker, etc., etc., Sean Cannon. You'll usually hear him with his band, The Pops, but today it's a bit more stripped down. Just Sean, the piano, and more superhero songs than you have ever heard in one day unless you binge-watch Saturday morning cartoons. And Sean is no comic book dilettante. He even has a shout-out from comic superstar Stan Lee. More about that later. Here now from his new album, Super Pop, is Sean Cannon performing an acoustic version of Big Heroes. me superpowers so we can save the hour like superman i know together we're invincible i know i'm ready with you beside me whenever the night grows thick and blacker that's when we'll show a true colors we're gonna be So many problems now Who's gonna right these wrongs? Who's the next brave and strong? Phenomenon, I know Together we're unstoppable I know I'm ready With you beside me Whenever the wind Holds you down like an anchor That's when we'll show Gonna be big heroes, rock steady and invincible. Big heroes, unforgettable, quintessential. Big heroes, ba da da, ba 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 da, oh 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 oh. We're gonna be big heroes, something to believe in. When the ice wears in, the ceiling caves in, yeah. When you have to begin again, hey, stop by believing in.
That's Sean Cannon live on Highway 89 with Big Heroes. If you listen to the album Super Pop, you'll hear sort of the dance mix. But yeah, <laughs> you create plenty of energy with just your voice and the piano. Sean, thank you for <laughs> oh, coming in. So I heard you talking beforehand about the Comixology app. Yeah, you know, yeah. you got to be careful not to spend too much and download too many comics. Yeah, this is not a new thing in your life. The super pop oh, and these no. superheroes. This goes way back. Childhood. This this album is my childhood coming coming out. Basically, I started with Uncanny X Men. I was probably a big X Men fan. Um, more more so Gambit and Wolverine. And I pretty much envisioned myself becoming one of them one day. <laughs> that was my dream to not to become a, a you know an astronaut or a police officer. I wanted to be Gambit. <laughs> so that was my uh, that was my dream. And and uh, so, yeah, starting with X-Men and going on, I mean, I, I watched all the different cartoons and the various different movies, of course, and things like that. But I always stuck around with just, I mean, I'm, I'm a kid in a candy shop when I walk into a comic book store and just, it, I love the, the colorful pages. And um, anyway, yeah, there's, there's a million different comics that I can go on and on about. But Comixology is kind of like my... Uh, I mean, it definitely is my bank account drain. <laughs> so uh, we all need one of those. Fa fastest way for me to burn through a, 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 too much money than I should spend. <laughs> well, listen. So you've got lots of musical talent, but for a while you were deciding between that and and actually art and drawing and maybe even drawing comics. Right. And how how actually did you find that? That's interesting. We're, That's quite some research there. We, we do our research here. I didn't even know that was online anywhere. That's the, pretty crazy. We have a connection at the NSA. Oh, so, nice. No. Yeah. You've been even tapping my phone calls. I see what it is. <laughs> it's our superpower. Yeah, you know, when I was when I was a kid, I always wanted to be a Disney cartoonist. That was my number one goal. With the old cell animation, one page at yeah. a time. Oh yeah, absolutely. I I loved the. So I mean, I, I went to actually like to the zoo and I would draw animals, and then I would go to the mall and I would just draw people walking to capture their motion of walking. Wow. And uh, I took from a really good uh, cartoonist uh, teacher. He, he actually was, he worked for Warner Brothers and I watched him do Space Jam. I don't know if you remember that movie. It's an old 90s movie. Yes. But I was there watching Wasn't him. Michael Jordan in that? Oh yeah, Michael Jordan, Bugs Bunny. <laughs> and it was, uh, so I watched him design and, and do a lot of artwork on it and it was pretty amazing. He, he put me in onto uh, anime. So I mean, I watched Akira and a few other like these Japanimation uh, movies and things like that. And ever since then, it's like everything Miyazaki and all that kind of stuff is, is fun to watch. But Miyazaki is probably the most well-known, and he's, he's been nominated for Oscars and things like that. And Disney now owns a lot of all, you know, and releases his stuff. No, so you talked about wanting to grow up and be these guys, but in a way you have, because now <laughs> you're writing these songs, but you're creating videos with yeah. All of these characters. Yeah, exactly. Video is how you create the dream because you can even add the special effects and everything. And and I mean, I'm 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 currently studying capoeira and a few other martial arts forms so that when I actually when we do some of these newer videos, I can actually be the the main action guy because I want to actually you know I want to know how to do the backflips and things like that and <laughs> and uh, be able to to be the Spider Man or the Wolverine or whatever it is that uh, yeah. Well, we love that you've got, uh, you're putting in your athleticism too. I mean, to actually learn the combat forms. Yeah. That's, that's dedication there, yeah. right there. Yeah, that's exactly. what the real super superheroes do. Oh, absolutely. So one real quick theoretical question. Okay. Okay. Some people would say they're not real, but yet people love them because what if there's something about them that, that is real, that feels real that feel what is it that, that, that we, we about get? superheroes yeah it's like almost from any fiction but there's something different about these heroes right it's it's the it's the ability to fix all there's something uh -huh. about it like 
if you actually had the ability of, of a super, you know, some kind of superpower, then you could actually fix a lot of the problems that otherwise can't be fixed. And I think w whenever there's a lot of chaotic things going on in the world, you know, when you see hunger problems or politics or whatever else, it makes you frustrated. You think, if only we had someone like Superman who could just be president for us. <laughs> you know, I mean, Batman for president, anybody, you know, it's like we want Bruce Wayne up there. He can, he can defeat the bad guys at nighttime, you know, beat up all the corruption. And, uh, and during the daytime, he could be the, you know, Bruce Wayne, you know. And well, that's the only <laughs> thing I can see you haven't done yet is run for office to save the world. That's so right. <laughs> we'll reserve that for your future uh, when you need it. That's 10 years down the road or something. Okay, you have a master <laughs> plan. Well, we're going to hear another song. We'll let you head over to the piano. Yeah. This is from Super Pop, which is an album of superhero songs. We're going to talk about all kinds of songs on this. This was one called Hazardous. There is a, a YouTube video you can look up, Captain America versus Wolverine, and we've got to give you our little bit of a, of a comic book fact. Wolverine made his debut way back in 1974 as a Canadian special agent ordered by the government to, to capture the Hulk and bring him in. Yep, exactly. Here we go with Hazardous. He was there built for Hulk. You got it down. Population, whoa, full of toxic trepidation. I, 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 here's my sonic inspiration, oh, an iconic revelation. Sticks and stones can't break my bones. population of drones know what we are when you censor us all you need to know about us is we're hazardous Data body and electric brain, no, oh, can't follow where the wind blows. Woo. Life's not just ones and zeros. Gotta push the world on their toes. of a world gone wrong a cyber civilization needs humanization turn the lights back on 
It's not science fiction, just signs and predictions of a world gone wrong. A cyber civilization needs humanization. Turn the lights back on, turn it on. Sticks and stones can't break my bones. When it comes from a population of drones, know what we are when you censor us. Domination. Oh, Ooh. that's hazardous. Our guest today, Sean Cannon, in the studio from his album Super Pop. Sean, I've needed to hear some rock piano for a while. <laughs> that was great. Thanks. So, all the songs play on superhero themes, but let's go back to the beginning and just as far as singing. Okay. Uh, we understand your mother was a singer, opera, Broadway. Yeah. Interestingly enough, kind of storytelling forms. Uh -huh. That's yeah. so different from Particularly comedy. Scottish opera. That was her thing. A Scottish opera. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The larger than life, lots of drama, but did you have actual singing lessons? Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, from her, although, I mean, as every parent knows, teaching your child is... is quite a challenge. Hazardous is an appropriate <laughs> title. <laughs> That's right. It's very, uh, very hazardous to teach your children. Um, yeah, music lessons. I, I mean, I was definitely like, yeah, he, here and there. Of course, I was very fascinated with music, so I probably was a better student than my siblings were. Ah. But um, ultimately, she passed me off to somebody else so that I could actually take them more seriously and just say, Mom, I don't want to do this right now, you know? <laughs> yeah, so piano, too. We understand you also were in the school band. You played clarinet, harmonica, percussion. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I love any instrument I can pick up, uh, especially like right now, I've got a fascination with hand percussion. So anytime I can grab it, like a djembe or a cajon mm -hmm. or whatever it is, I'll just start knocking that thing down for like hours, hours will go by. I'm like, oh wow, I just been playing on a drum for an hour. <laughs> I should probably uh, get productive with something else. But I mean, no, no I, it, harmonica. I, I used to play at old campouts as a as a boy scout, mm -hmm. and then clarinet, of course, yeah, in, in band and marching band and stuff like that. Hey, none of it's wasted. You're drawing on everything, right? For these days, and you're also drawing on your Spanish. Uh, there's a video of you performing La Antorcha, right? That we see on BYU TV International's Nexus program. So. Tell us, tell us about that. Well, I mean, I served a mission in Peru, uh -huh. and so I try to keep my Spanish uh, fluent and current if I can, and of course it gets pretty rusty, and I think right now it's kind of on the rusty side, but um, I mean, I, I love uh, singing in Spanish. It's such a cool language to sing in. Mm. It actually is one of my favorite languages to sing in because it's very, uh, the, the consonants and the vowels, the way that they hit just flow really well. As long as you can, you know, move your your tongue fast enough. Sometimes there's some really fast songs, but, you know, uh, I mean, I, lo I also love like bands like Mana, for example. Mana was one of my favorites. They have a song called Vivir Sin Aire that I did a cover of as well, and it's one of my favorite songs to cover. It's just such a heart wrenching, you know, uh, breakup song. Uh, and it's How Can I Live Without Air. It's kind of a, it's like the same as me living without you, mm. and it's a very very heart wrenching lo love song. Um, but anyway, yeah, so La Antorcha, I wrote that song in English 
and Spanish. And uh, it, it's about, that's a song about my mom. So I wrote that one mm. about her. So she's, La Antorcha means the torch or the brightest. Is in, in English, it's called the brightest. And it's, it's um, how she taught me to raise the brightest torch. That's kind of the, the concept of it. Very cool. Well, and you did on YouTube because uh, it's, even one of your videos has 60 million views as of last count. That almost doesn't seem possible. That's just so amazing. <laughs> uh, and comic legend Stanley gave the video a shout-out on his own personal Facebook page. I mean, we know yeah. him from Spider-Man and so many other things. Yeah. But this, the video is for a song called My Turn. So what is that about? My Turn is about being on the sidelines, and it's, it's about your chance to be the superhero finally. So it's kind of like tying in, um, you know, sports with superhero fandom you know it's it's kind of like the uh, the chance to finally you've been waiting for so long to to develop your abilities and now that you're finally there you can jump off the sidelines and and save whoever you want to save you know just save the world you know it's it's the idea of of just yeah finally having your moment mm. there's also another song you wrote involving soccer which we understand is your favorite sport are we right there uh, yeah, okay exactly. the, it's yeah. the world cup 2014 brazil song performed with the One Voice Children's Choir. Yeah, Golasso, yeah. And so now I have to ask what you ask all fans of comics and superheroes, which is, if you had to pick a superpower... Oh, I do that all the time. Like, which one would you... Do you change all the time, or have you decided? For, oh, you mean, like, which, which power would I want? Yes, yes. This oh, is, I do change all the critical. time. critical. But I think I probably would want the uh, telekinetic abilities, um, especially if you could, you know, the mind-reading, mind-control... Mm -hmm. Uh, Professor X, um, but you're right. It does change because I love Shazam's ability of just being able to be a normal person. And Shazam, he's he's suddenly like he's got the power of six, you know, Greek gods, and uh, so that one's a pretty tough. That one would to be beat. so convenient. That time. I mean, you can fly. Anything that anytime you can fly. To me, flying is the is the is the coolest ability. Just uh, something about being able to see things from that perspective, being able yeah. to. Just, you know, lift off and get out, get away from everybody, and just fly around the, the whole planet. And flying is pretty appealing. I used to want to be invisible, I thought, but then you have no one to share it with. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm yeah. here. I'm here. Yeah. Okay. So, superpower. My superpower is the song we're going to hear next. Okay. But uh, we're going to tell what. Uh, go ahead. We're going to give some superpower, su superhero facts about Thor. For one edition of Thor's comic, he was turned into a little frog. You know how powerful. Little Frog, he took part in a war with rats in New York Central Park. And another time he got to rebuild his home kingdom of Asgard. And, of course, he built it as a floating city over Brexton, Oklahoma. Interesting. Nice. I didn't know about those, but here's another one. Is <laughs> Thor once hit an enemy so hard that he created a black hole, and the black hole sucked the enemy in. That's a, that's a pretty fun one, too. <laughs> Here is Sean Cannon with My Superpower. Come out for my finest 
John Cannon live in studio on Highway 89 with My Superpower. That's from his album called Super Pop, a superhero theme. And in the video for that, you've got the jazz dunk team. So people right. know the Utah Jazz, but there's entertainment, of course, during the game in beat mm -hmm. at halftime and everything. And these are, guys, these are guys doing flips and tricks and dunks and all this. So in the video, Thor, Thor is competing. But he doesn't do so well, which seems impossible until, do you want to give away the reveal here? Well, yeah, I mean, he, he, it's, he still loses in the end because that's the idea is like Thor doesn't play basketball. He comes from a different planet, you know, they, they don't play basketball in Asgard. So that was kind of the point is, yeah, sure, he can have full force with lightning and, and flight. You know, he has, he's got his massive hammer um, and he ends up just shattering the backboard is what he does because he, he goes up. With all the lightning bolt in it, you know the lightning in him, and he he just totally blows up the the backboard. <laughs> so when the other player seems to be besting him, but at the uh, at one moment the player rips his shirt open, it's got an S. Yeah, Superman, right? Yeah. Superman in disguise. Exactly. That's how you beat Thor. You have to be Superman. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Two different universes, but still, you know, it totally works. So. <laughs> 
You started songwriting when you were about 15, but it, within a year you were recording an album. I mean, right. did this just explode out of you? I no, mean, it, yeah. this must be your superpower. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, for me, I guess it must have had so many ideas just bottled up. And then as soon as I had a, I had a piano teacher, his name was David Brooks. I still remember his name. And he just said, I can see that you're getting frustrated with what I'm, what I'm having you learn. So maybe you should just try writing your own music now. And it just like flipped a switch in my head, turned this light on, and suddenly I'm like, I can write music. Why am I just playing what's on the page? I can write it. And uh, I've always been more to play by ear. I mean, I can re read music, but for the most part, I've always had these melodies in my head. And even when I hear, like, when I play another song by somebody else, I don't remember it. Like, that's, I change it up by accident. I, and we call that my style. But the thing is, like, it's because I literally don't remember the whole song the way it was. And so the way that I remember it changes it and makes it my own. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, I mean, but yeah, at 16, I, wrote, I did my first album, released it, uh, sold it to all my high school buddies. And they ended up putting one of the songs at uh, some, of the, some of the school dances and stuff, too. And that was a, that was a fun moment. That would be pretty cool. Yeah. Especially yeah. at that age. Yeah. So we read somewhere that uh, you felt confident about your songwriting, but it wasn't until you were on American Idol that you actually felt confident about singing, which yeah. is surprising to hear you now. But but how was that? You know, I mean, for the longest time, I just always thought of myself as, a, as an instrumentalist. You know, I thought, oh, you know, because I was getting some accl acclamation, you know, acc uh, What's the word? I can't think of the word. I was getting some recognition with my uh, clarinet playing, with my piano playing, um, accolades. That was that was the word I was looking for. Uh, I was getting some awards and things like that with that. So I'm like, okay, I'm a good piano player, whatever else. And I also was a keyboardist for a band in L.A. and I was getting all kinds of attention as a keyboardist. But I always thought I was like, you know, just a plain vocalist or you know, I mean, like, yeah, I can sing on key and everything, but I didn't know I had anything stylized or unique to offer, even though I tried. You know, I just kind of felt like I didn't really get that that kind of feedback until Simon Cowell and Randy. And I mean, Randy was the one who who kind of brought it out of me and everything. And just like, yeah, man, you, you got a great vocal voice, you know, I mean, whatever. And and uh, it was it was cool to get that validation from someone as big as them. Yeah. You know, the original judges, Simon's one of the most critical, you know, yeah, music, vocal critics are in the in the world, and and to get any kind of praise from him was pretty big. Nice. So yeah. well, that that could add to your confidence, performing yeah. wise. Yeah, totally. So you chose a stage name, Sean Cannon, and uh, if you don't see it spelled, that that sounds like sort of uh, you know boom. Right. Right. <laughs> but you actually have a different meaning, the musical spelling, the musical or, term. or the literary term. Yeah, exactly. It's the it's the universe. It's the the. Uh, I mean, when you create a canon, it's the, it's the, what do you call it, the trends or the, the style that you create within your universe. It's the mm -hmm. patterns. That's the word I'm looking yeah. for. And so, uh, I mean, when you're listening to my music, you're literally listening to Sean's canon because mm -hmm. it's, uh, it's my universe. It's the, the new rules that I'm creating in my universe, and this is what you're listening to. C-A-N-O-N. Right. Well, we also, we can't miss talking about this, which you have done some really great work performing for thousands, like tens of thousands, of band kids yeah. across the U.S. in ways that benefit them and some other foundations. So how does this work? So, yeah, I mean, I was, I mean, I was very passionate about music education. I still am. I mean, music education is very important, and I think that every child deserves the opportunity to, to, to be in a band or a symphony or whatever it is to learn an instrument because it makes such a big difference on their academia. You know, they, mm -hmm. they, uh, they're able to apply it to so many different levels whether it's practice makes perfect or just learning, you know, math and science skills. I mean, for me, I thought, you know, the uh, a lot of the the mathematics came e easier to me because I already learned piano theory. And uh, 
I think it's just such an important tool. So I, I, I spent a lot of time, I spent about four years traveling the country, and even I went to Italy and, and a few other countries as well mm. and did it out there too, and just tried to motivate kids to join, whether it's choir or band or orchestra or whatever they had, and, uh, and then raise money for their programs. And then we would do these concerts and then give the, the proceeds to their, their programs so that we could help them buy risers or instruments or whatever it was that they needed. This is and, and these things have donated over three hundred thousand dollars. So, yeah. uh, so kudos to you because a lot of people say music education is important, but to go in and go for it like you have to to really kind of put, put your, your money, money. Where, where the mouth is and yeah. then give away the money. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's pretty impressive. Well, uh, we're going to hear another song. Uh, this is this is Kryptonite. We're going to hear from Sean, but uh, this is not the first time songs have been written around. The fictional Green Crystal from Superman Comics, the 90s band Three Doors Down, they had a hit song called Kryptonite. The Spin Doctors had a song called Pocketful of Kryptonite. And there are some lesser known tracks too. But uh, Fashion is My Kryptonite was one that comes to mind. We're going to hear Sean Cannon with his Kryptonite. Took a walk around the world to ease my troubled mind. I left my body line somewhere in the sands of time. I watched the world float to the dark side of the moon. I feel there's nothing I could do. Yeah. I watched the world float to the dark side of the moon. After all I knew, it had to be something to do with you I really don't mind what happens now and then As long as you'll be my friend in the end If I go crazy, then will you still call me Superman? If I'm alive and well, will you be there holding my hand? I'll keep you by my side with my superhuman might Kryptonite But still your secrets I will keep You took for granted all the times I never let you down You stumbled in, you bumped your head If not for me, then you'd be dead I picked you up, I put you back on solid ground If I go crazy, then will you still call me Superman? If I'm alive and well, will you be there holding my head? I'll keep you by my side with my superhuman might Kryptonite Well, would 
you'll be there holding my hand I'll keep you by my side with my superhuman my kryptonite oh do kryptonite ooh kryptonite yeah yeah ooh kryptonite That's Kryptonite from Sean Cannon here live in our performance studio at BYU Broadcasting. So interesting. We were talking just a minute ago. Sean said, when I cover somebody else's tune, I don't remember how it actually goes, that he likes to do it his own way. And we got to hear his great version there. Uh, Sean has toured Europe, North America. He's performed with artists like Imagine Dragons, Lindsey Sterling, David Archuleta, Moth and the Flame, and lots of others. His new album is Super Pop. We're hearing songs from that and... He's going to be launching another world tour. More about that in just a minute. But uh, you spent nearly a year working on music for a full feature film, uh, not necessarily on the face of it, a superhero film, but there's kind of a big hero in there. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. It's called Let It Go. Do you want to tell us the story? Or just Let Go. Just it, Let Go. It was a, the book was called Let It Go, but they changed it because of the Frozen song. Yeah, that would be a good distinction <laughs> to make. Yeah. <laughs> just Let Go it was starring uh, Ian Cusick, and it's about the story of Chris Williams. Uh, and he, I met Chris Williams, and um, it's true. He is absolutely a hero. I mean, the fact that what, what he went through is just such an, uh, such an incredible story. I don't want to give away... Give it away because I want people to actually watch this movie. It's a really solid movie. Such an emotionally heart-wrenching film. Uh, and it's available on DVD right now, so people need to just go get it and watch it. Because if you haven't seen it yet, uh, it'll it'll just amaze you that this story is a real story. And it kind of goes to show you that some stories, some true stories are, are so good that you, they can't be written. You can't you can't write that kind of nonfiction, you know? And... Uh, so I, 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 uh, I mean, I worked on it for a year. I got to, got to work with a lot of great artists. Uh, Neon Trees drummer um, Elaine Bradley was mm-hmm. on it and uh, worked with her for quite a while. And, um, and then there was a few others. Ryan Innes was the one I, I sang, uh, or he sang the theme song, and I played the piano on it. And uh, yeah, that was for the end credits. And that was, uh, it's called Rise and Fall. It's a really, really cool song. Ryan just nails it, of course. And um, so, yeah, it was a, it's a really good film. And I mean, I'm... When you're working on something like this, at the point where you were participating musically, did you have any footage to even look at, or did you have to just take it from the story you knew what the story was ahead of time? In the very beginning, there was no footage. I had the book, yeah, and I did read the book. Um, at one point, though, there was like a, a rough edit, and that was that was a few months before we had to give our you know put together our final album. So we still we were able to see like a rough edit of the film. And then work on it for about two or three months more beyond that. And uh, I mean, the rough edit though didn't really give it away because they they created a. I mean, it, it was quite a difference between the edit that we saw and um, the one that was on on the big screen. Mm-hmm. But you felt like okay, I'm sort of on the right track with the music we're doing already. Right. Yeah, and I worked directly with the producer of the movie, so he was. Uh, I mean, we we had our our uh, Dan Lepre was the guy's name. Dan Lepre and I worked together, you know, countless hours just hashing out song ideas and uh, yeah just kind of come up with some some lyric ideas and themes that we wanted to sing about and he knew the film backwards and forwards so for him to come up with the, the lyric concepts was made it a lot easier for me yeah. so we've had some great titles like hazardous and uh my superpower kryptonite and coming up 
We're going to get to hear Supernova, so uh, introduce us to this. That's about as big an event as we can imagine. Supernova, exactly. I mean, a lot, there's a lot of song titles with Super something on my new album. Got Superpower, Super Love, Supernova. Um, Supernova is, it really is that epic explosion. It's just that moment when you get to shine so bright that the whole universe sees it. And I guess it's, it's similar to the My Turn song theme where it's like, it's my chance to, to shine. But this kind of takes it one step beyond where it's, it's my turn to actually explode if, and, and show the entire universe that I exist and that I can shine this brightly. So, um, I mean, it's, it's, it's a fun concept I've always wanted to write a song about. It's actually not on this album yet. It's going to be on the deluxe version of the album that comes out in a few months. Good. Well, we're pretty much guaranteed this is going to be a first for most people then here, yeah, hearing absolutely. this. Uh, Sean Cannon is going to be singing from what will be this extra feature. It's his song called Supernova. And you can look for him. Just Google him. You'll see lots of things from recordings to work he's done for the film we just talked about. Just let go. And, of course, lots of stuff on YouTube. Passing me by So many explosions of light To millions of stars I am out of sight Oh, another one outshines the sun I've waited since life has begun To show them that they're not the only now like the sun on my starlight's begun to erupt In every direction is just out of reach All my treasures and dreams that I lost My father redemptions, my supernova There's no escaping my supernova as I blow them away Oh, turn on explosions of light All of my fuel ignite I'm not just drifting in space Watch as I blow them away treasures and dreams that I lost, my father redemptions, my supernova, there's no escaping my supernova, watch as I blow them away, it's one for the ages I know. Watch me explode. How? 
treasures and dreams that I lost My father redemptions, my supernova There's no escaping my supernova Watch as I blow them away My supernova is gonna show ya before it's over, watch as I blow you away A supernova is gonna show you Before it's over, watch as I blow them away A supernova is gonna show you Before it's over, watch as I blow them away A supernova is gonna show you John Cannon singing Supernova. That's from his upcoming album called Super Pop. And Sean, I have to say, that's not just about you. That's really an extension of the message you've been giving to young people your whole life. Yeah, exactly. I mean, one of the lines I like, I just kind of created is, to stand out in a darkened world, all you need to do is shine. That's kind of a line I just decided to coin. I don't, I've, I don't know where it came from, but I, I never really fit a song lyric and just like, I don't know, it's somewhere in there, but I mean, I'm, I'm all about finding your, your potential, reaching your potential, and not just set, settling for mediocrity, you know, actually uh, pursuing what it is, what your passion is, what you love, and not giving up on that. And uh, I mean, it, I, know, I don't want to do the, the cheesy follow your dream kind of speech, because I mean, everybody says that, but at the same time, it's, it's not necessarily about being famous or whatever else. It's, it's mostly about reaching that level of success that makes you, that kind of completes you, that makes you feel like you are helping others around you, you are lifting others around you, you are contributing in such a way that you know that you're making a difference. Hmm. And that could even be on one person. It doesn't have to be masses. It's, that's the biggest misconception is that you can actually make a bigger difference on one than someone who's famous can make on a million people. Because that, I mean, like a parent, you, know, you think about a parent, nobody has more of an impact on a child than their parent. doesn't matter how, who, their famous, who their favorite celebrity or superhero is, it's the parents that are going to make the biggest difference. And uh, so, I mean, it comes down to all these things, but it's very personal. And I, I'm all about, like, whenever I talk to kids and things, I'd always try to push them to, to pursue their passions because that's how they're going to find, you know, who, who it is that they really want to be. And so, I, I just, yeah, that's always been a, a code of ethics that I live by. <laughs> well, it, it definitely shines out of that song. Thank you. So a world tour. You're talking about this. You're looking for a keyboard, but you don't need a keyboard player. What do you need? Auxiliary keyboard for? Well, I have. I got. I already found my secondary keyboard. Okay. So we're not looking anymore. We found her. Um, it's basically. I mean, with the new stuff that I'm doing, it's. Uh, I mean, I love to be able to step away from the keys if I need to, just dance around the stage uh -huh. and go crazy. Especially if I'm learning capoeira, I might as well learn how to backflip <laughs> on stage, right? <laughs> you know, I mean, or do some spin kicks or something. At but, least. Uh, that's right. At the very least. Spin kick a couple times, you know, if you can't, I always test out the pants. If I can't do a spin kick in the pants, they don't work. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, there, there's that. And there's also the element of... I'm just picturing this, the store clerks hearing the crashing in the dressing room. And you're going, Breaking yep, some mirrors nah, or doors. Nah, or nah. That's right. <laughs> nope, this one definitely doesn't work this is, as the door comes crashing down. <laughs> Bring me another. <laughs> yeah, um, 
No, I mean, but there's always layers needed to like, you know, there's two different keyboard parts in a lot of my songs and I wanted to, to feature both of those. And it's always good to know that if, if I, uh, if I'm, if, if it's too complicated to sing and, and play a certain part, I can step away from that. And, uh, I mean, for the most part, I can usually learn it, but sometimes it's on the spot and I'm like, oh wait, I've never practiced this like syncopation. And, uh, and, I mean, so a lot of these songs are newer and everything. Until I kind of get my feet wet on a lot of those, I might have her play the trickier parts until I can get them more polished. So, yeah. So there is another video you're working on, but at least when, at this moment, we think it hasn't been released yet. That's right. Super Love. Super Love. Mm -hmm. And But there is some behind-the-scenes footage. So we got to thinking, when you have an entire basketball team or someone else, and you tend to involve sports teams and who yeah. knows what, dancers, for this one, there's dancers, there's there's fighters, there's choreographers all involved. So, yeah, do you do you just feel huge pressure when it's shooting day and you've got all these groups that's got to work together, or do you just sort of go, okay, we're here, let's do our best? Or... It totally depends on the role that I'm taking on that day. If you're the producer, I, or if I you're... shouldn't be the producer. Sometimes I'm by default the producer, and this was one of those cases. Super love. The reason why it took a little bit longer than it was supposed to, it actually ended up being quite the chaotic shoot the first day where I ended up having to step in and be like a line producer, which is not a fun role. That means I'm running around getting stuff, insurance or whatever else. I'm like, oh, we don't have building insurance. What the? Okay, so <laughs> this is shoot day. We got the lighting guys here. Um, so there have been plenty of moments where I've had to panic. And uh, the good thing is from now on, like I built a team so that they can take care of that, um, including like film producers and stuff like that. So from now on, it's never going to happen again. This This particular shoot was chaotic, but... We, we were able to pull it together because Dan LaPrey, once again, from Just Let Go, came onto this and saved us on this one. Because we had two reshoots after that. that uh, so it was over, the, over the, the budget by double. It doubled the budget we had to come up with. And um, anyway, so he came in. He just totally saved it, made a, made a masterpiece out of this thing. We're like, we're all so happy with the video. And we thought it was just going to be a total disaster. So... Um, yeah, it was it was a great experience, and Super Love comes out any day. I mean, it's it should be next week or the week after. We're just kind of finalizing the last few details, but uh, it should be up on on actually my new Vivo channel. So this stars Batman, Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman. Okay, and there's also on your album a song called "I Am Batman." I feel like Batman, right? Okay, I yeah. feel like Batman. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yep. So I am. That was a little less definitive. Yep, I feel exactly. like. Okay, so is he? A favorite character, or is there something about him? Oh, absolutely. You... I always loved Batman. Batman is, to me, uh, he, he, there's an, a humorous element, and then there's an awesome element to Batman. So in this video, we're kind of conveying the more humorous side of, of like, total emo kid, you know, kind of like the brooding type where he just, like, is, is upset about everything or grumpy and never gets his way. Um, it's kind of like that. And Batman kind of totally fits that mold because of, uh, you know, his, his background and everything. So in this video, it's kind of more the humorous side, but uh, I feel like Batman is also spastic. It's like, hey, you know, I'm, I'm just feeling like I'm on top of the world. I can do martial arts. I can beat up anybody. I feel like Batman, you know? It's kind of like that, <laughs> that mentality. <laughs> okay, well, we'll have you do super love for us. Okay. This is the one that features, among others, Batman. And meanwhile, I'm going to just share a little fact, comic book fact about Bruce Wayne. He is named after real Scottish hero Robert the Bruce and American revolutionary hero Mad Anthony Wayne. And in the comics, do you remember, Batman has an online alias, John Doe 297, and he has a favorite food, mulligatawny soup. Who would have known? Alfred must make it. <laughs> Thank you. 
Just a boy in love with a pretty girl. I'm just a boy in love with a super girl. Guys could hide it, no bodysuit ever could deny what we're made of. It's a super love. Not even the best disguise could hide it, no bodysuit ever could deny what we're made of. It's a A nuclear bomb could burst, but our hearts won't stop. I always knew I could rock it off the ground. Ooh. I never knew I would be walking on the clouds. was heard around the world you're not my new weakness and it's no wonder you're my girl you take away kryptonite so I can conquer pain I'll be a satellite keeping you safe you say I'm just a boy in love with a super girl Not even the best disguise could hide it Nobody suit ever could deny what we made
Super Love, performed live right here in studio by singer-songwriter Sean Cannon, performing at the piano. All the music he performed acoustically today is also on his latest album, Super Pop, in full dance mix, electric form, electronic. Also, information about Sean's latest projects and concert dates is online at seancannon.com. I think it's great how he mixes superheroes with things we all relate to, like nuclear breakdowns in love (laughs) all i can say about your performance today sean super it was great for those listening at home if you just cut part of the show you want to hear the first part hear it again or share it why wouldn't you that's easy to do all of our shows are archived online for free on-demand listening at byuradio.org slash highway 89 Also, follow us on Twitter at BYUH89 for live show updates and special behind-the-scenes photos and video clips, like maybe you'll see the cool boots he's wearing and his pants that he can do roundhouse kicks in. Highway 89 is a production of BYU Broadcasting in Provo, Utah. Our recording engineer is Mark Waite. Our associate producer is student Abby Horlocker. And our producer is Jackie Tataishi. I'm Stephen Cap Perry. Thanks for listening. (laughs) 